Craig, and I'm Paul Ciappinelli. I am Kirk Pinchon. Hey, Cragnum hey. P.I., how you doing? Did you call Crag P.I.? Cragnum P.I. I love that. <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah. I mean, we've been doing this forever, and now we just come up with that? Well, yeah, I mean, Crag was your nickname. Yeah. Now we're spinning off nicknames. Oh, Cragnum P.I. is fucking great. I like a nickname that's longer than the name at Nick's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's well, you should. Uh, you know what you haven't done for me in a while? What's that? You haven't recommended anything to me. Because I haven't had anything to recommend. Oh. Until now. Oh, you do have something? I have, I, I don't have one rec. I got two rec. I'm going to crack a can. Crack it. Yeah. Because I got go. three Kirk recs. What do you got? Okay. Two are fast. One needs an explanation. Uh, okay. For those of you who haven't or have not gotten around to it yet mm-hmm. please go watch Summer of Soul I've been waiting to talk about this uh, I haven't watched it yet and I'm, I feel stupid for not having seen it but I figured this was going to be one of your wrecks I'm halfway through yeah because I'm kind of like eking it out so I don't binge on it it's a great show to, it's a great movie to to see bits of because mm-hmm. you're like okay let me watch three acts yeah and then, okay let me stop here perfect there's a little break next day another 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 Here's the best thing. Here's mm-hmm. where I stopped at right now because I was like, I can't go on anymore. I stopped on Sly and the Family Stone. Uh-huh. They did Sing a Simple Song in Everyday People and the crowd was like literally oh, pushing into them. Back up for a second because yeah. you haven't said what Summer of Soul is. Oh, people yeah, might not know. Guys, people, Summer of Soul is Questlove's documentary which uh, about a uh, concert in 1969 in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And it was for the Harlem Cultural Association. And it was a documentary movie that got filmed and just got put into a vault. Yeah, I never heard of it until Me this neither. documentary, Didn't which I think is the point, that it just got buried. It got buried. Even though it was just like a, a soul Woodstock the same summer yes. as Woodstock. Yeah, and it just got buried and like they never did anything with it. And then along comes Questlove. He's like, oh, we're doing something with it. Yeah. So he does it and they edit it beautifully and... He talks to whatever performers are still available. Mm-hmm. Also talks to like people that were there. So they hunted down people like, oh yeah, I was there. I was like 17. Just like folks. Yeah. yeah. I told my mom I was going to a friend's house and went there. And it was great. And the highlights so far, Gladys Knight and the Pips. Yeah. God damn. And they interviewed Gladys Knight. And she's like, yeah, I was real nervous because like at this point we were just up and comers. We weren't mm-hmm. really that big. And the crowd lost their shit. They did uh, Heard It Through the Grapevine. Mm-hmm. And the, even Glass like, yeah, the pips, the pips were working that day. <laughs> they were just so insane. I love that she calls them the pips. Calls them the pips. <laughs> just great, great stuff. So yeah. I highly recommend. I have seen the commercials a million times because I've been watching Love Island on Hulu. Every <laughs> of time. course you have. Did I see David Ruffin? Mm-hmm. All right. That's, I'm in for David Ruffin. Yes. They, they, he does one song and the yeah. crowd loses their shit. I, I, I don't know. Would You're you a fan. Yeah, I love The Temptations, yes. and I love each individual of the classic five temps. Yes. Except for Otis, because ain't no one come to see you, Otis. Ouch. <laughs> That's from the movie. I know. That's funny. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to watch this. I've just been dilly-dallying, because... Yeah. There's a lot of Love Island. Yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of Love Island. Love Island is on every day. There's an episode every day, an hour-long episode every day, and there's two Love Islands. I'm watching the UK and the US. They're airing concurrently this year. You're so, swamped. I, yeah. That's exactly... I literally have not watched Summer of Soul yet, 
because I have to watch two hours of Love Island okay. every day. Priorities. And sometimes they'll put extra episodes online. So sometimes and you're like, I have three. to. Yeah. I understand. So, I understand. Get yourself to it. It's yeah. great. Um, similarly, my second rec is on Netflix, and it's a short docuseries called This Is Pop. I've heard about this. Which yeah. is like seven episodes that dives into one specific pop music phenomenon and does it really well and just how it affected society mm-hmm. and, and what it meant at the time and what it meant in the future times. And uh, there's seven episodes. All of them are pretty great, but the first episode, The Boys to Men Effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So good. They do one on auto-tune, which is fascinating. Paul, they do one on country music where I was like, wow, this is really interesting. Yeah. I hate all the music, but this is fascinating. Yeah. that's When you're a music lover... Learning about music, even if you hate that music, is still interesting. That's still what, interesting. That's why I watched the four-hour Eagles documentary and was riveted the whole time. That was a fucking great documentary, and those guys yeah. suck. Yeah. Their music sucks, and they suck as people. Yes. But it was still cool rock and roll history. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, that's what This Is Pop is, is about. Yeah, I've heard about that. Highly that's recommend. Much, yeah. As soon okay. as Love Island wraps up. As soon as Love Island, you're on it. <laughs> Summer Soul. This is pop. Yeah. This next one you can just listen to because this is an album wreck. Okay. Bear with me because this is going to be weird. Okay. Coming from me. John Mayer's new album is good. (laughs) Wait. Yeah. John Mayer's new album is interesting. Shouldn't have said good. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not a John Mayer fan. I I don't hate him. I just don't care. Same. I don't even know... Like he, the only song I kind of know is "Your Body Is a Wonderland." Yeah, and he was always just one of those like noodly guitar guys, yeah. where it's like it's not. I don't care, but also like he seems annoying as a person, but I don't really know his music to judge it. Yeah, so, but he, presumably he's like a really good guitar player. Yeah, apparently he's like great. Yeah. yeah, but I don't really know his yeah. stuff. Don't yeah. hate. Not gonna hate on him. I, I don't, don't think care. he sucks. I just I nothing him exactly. Yeah. And he just came out with an album called Sob Rock. And it's called Sob it's Rock. It's called Sob Rock. And it is literally a concept album mm-hmm. that is in the vein of late 80s, early 90s music that's on VH1. <laughs> I mean, that's genius. one of my wheelhouses. This is why you'll love it. Yeah. The, the music, some of the music you're like, nah, but it's so spot on. And oh, I read a review somewhere about it, and the reviewer nailed it. And I'm going to try to do it justice. Okay. But basically, the reviewer said, this album, what John Mayer is doing is he's pretending that he is a rock star from the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. that it's now the 80s and 90s, and he wants to make a comeback. So he decides to put synthesizer in his music. So it's very Don Henley. Yeah. Age so, of Innocence. Yes. It's, yeah. You will hear this and you go, fuck, he is literally doing Don Henley. It is crazy. There are songs that sound like Bruce Hornsby in the range. It's insane. Bruce Hornsby. And it's not good. Yeah. No, yes, I get your point. I should listen to it, not to enjoy it, but just to experience the project. The project, the yeah. marvel of it all. Right. And do yourself another favor because the Paul as a child will love this because growing up you weren't allowed to watch MTV. Right. I could only watch VH1. His video for his song, Long Train Home, which actually I think is a really good song, literally is a video from 
1990. Is it like black and white and kind it's of? It's that kind of like I was. You know who I was picturing? Even though I'm sure the voice isn't there. The first thing I thought of was I remember seeing a lot of um, old Joe Cocker on VH1. The, yeah, the, the early voice is there, but this is yeah. like Don Henley, Glenn Fry, yeah, little Billy Joelish mm-hmm. making the comeback. Long Train Home. The video is like spot on. It's a video of making the video. And there's a photographer on set. And they do that weird kind of like film stock that shutters a little bit. And then Uh there's like neon. And the the synthesizer guy is playing two banks opposite each other like this. Mm -hmm. And it's so spot on. Beach when you're just like, wow, John Mayer, you're really fucking impressive. Yeah, I I get that he's a, a creative... A guy, yeah, and, and a talented guy, yeah. And I also get that he sort of is in on the joke and self-aware. Yes. Um. So I, I'll definitely check. That. Check it out and just it check out it out for that. like check out for the video the the two videos and the two big songs are "Long Train Home" and uh, "Shot in the Dark." "Shot in the Dark" sounds like a Bruce Hornby song, <laughs> and so I was like, "Well, I got to throw this on Spotify." Yeah. And listening to on Spotify, I go. Okay, I can do without like eight of these songs. Yeah, I don't need to marathon no. it, but it just just yeah, check at least out those watch two the songs video and the yeah. videos, and you'll be like, "Wow, he does it without winking. He does it very sincerely, but yet you know that he knows what he's doing." Yeah. Uh, wow, John Mayer, I was I was blown away. I'll check it out. Yeah, I just want to say right now, I realized I said the age of innocence, and I meant the end of the innocence, not the classic work of literature. <laughs> of well, I was about to say it's a lovely movie. I don't want to have to come back and correct myself on a future episode. Yeah. So I'll just say it right now. You did it here and good on you. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the, the Kirk corrections. Cool. Yeah. Um, I do want to go over a few corrections and clarifications oh, and follow-ups of a bunch of things. So I'm just going to try to spit these out pretty rapid fire. The correct term for perfect pitch is absolute pitch. Oh, they don't call it perfect pitch anymore? I think that's just like, that's the casual name for it. Oh, okay. But okay. If, in musicologist circles, the, the, the proper term. Absolute pitch. Makes sense. Yeah. Frank, I, it was brought to my attention that Frankie Lane, who was the answer to the 50s mm-hmm. category for you uh, last time, was the guy who s- sang the theme to Blazing Saddles. He, he rode a blazing saddle. Yeah. Ah. Which the funny story behind that is that he apparently didn't realize it was a comedy and he just performed it. Totally straight. Oh, that's Which genius. makes sense because the song itself isn't like, it's not full of yucks. It's, no. So he just didn't know that he just came in and did this song and he completely sold it, which is how you're supposed to do comedy. Exactly. Is you just act like, you just play it straight. Yeah, And that, straight. that makes things funnier. Yeah. Unless you're on RuPaul's Drag Race because RuPaul has the worst sense of humor in the world. Like... Not to go off on a tangent, but like <laughs> nothing would make RuPaul laugh harder than if you just like slip on a banana peel and then fall on your bottom and fart. Like that. <laughs> the lowest comedy denominator. Yeah. As much as I love Drag Race, it's like the worst comedy. Like yeah. anytime they have like a comedy challenge, I'm like, oh God. Yeah, go stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was also brought to my attention. Uh, you remember Can- Candy Dulfer or Duffler from Candy Dulfer, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know who this is. <laughs> yeah. It was brought to my attention, and I've told you this already, Yeah, that uh, not only had I heard of her, but I've seen her live. <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the reason that I saw her live and didn't know it is because I didn't go see her live. 
I saw Prince in yes. concert. The Musicology Tour. The Musicology Tour in yeah. 2004. Yeah, that was exactly right. And I remembered that Maceo Parker opened for Prince mm-hmm. at that show. And I remember Maceo Parker. But also, Candy Dulfer was part of that show. Goddamn right. And, um, but, but I defend myself because I didn't, I hadn't heard of her then. And yeah. I didn't go to see her. I went to see Prince. And it was like, oh, here's this cool... Uh, other saxophone player. Yeah. This is great, but like, why would I remember? You that? wouldn't remember that. That's not on yeah, you. Yeah, that was. It was 17 years yeah. ago, and I've ne- I never heard of her since then. And I didn't make much note of her then because I was there to see fucking Prince. Yeah, he overshadows. But I have technically seen her live. <laughs> yeah, you've seen her live. I have not. I know. I feel guilty, kind yeah, of about a that. Mad about that. <laughs> mad about that. It's not like she's dead. You can go yeah, see her. Gotta find her. Um, but there is. We, there still may be a music rig on Curse, so just by bringing her up, we, she might die. Oh, no. Um, okay, here's a fun fact. I think it's fun. You won't care. UB40 didn't know that Red Red Wine was a Neil Diamond song when they recorded it. That, they, make, that makes me like them. They only knew the Tony Tribe version that they were covering. They didn't even know that it was Neil I, Diamond originally. That's fascinating, yeah. and I like that. Because Tony Tribe's version was a hit in the UK. Okay. And that was the only one they knew. No, that makes sense. And uh, finally, I feel extra bad about this, but uh, King's X, <laughs> uh, we'd heard of them before because when I put my card from uh, Trading Card Corner yeah. with my other previous cards from Trading Card Corner, we had already had that card. I thought, oh my <laughs> God, King's X, maybe we were wrong about King's X. It was a double. So I read up a little bit about them. Yeah. They are still together. Wow. They've been together since 1979. Holy fuck. Yeah. They've been around for more than 40 years. Wow. All right, that's impressive. I listen to some of their music. It's fine. It's it's real generic rock. Okay. What's interesting about it that I don't think the the information on the back of the card really sold, because this hadn't manifested at the time yet, because those cards are from 90 or 91. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I was reading just their Wikipedia article, and it said they influenced, like, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and, like, the first wave of grunge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess a lot of those bands cited them. Mm-hmm. And I listened to them, and even though it's real generic, I definitely hear that. Oh, okay. From, like, their stuff from 89 or 90, I'm like, oh, yes, this is, like, the bridge from real poppy hair metal to what grunge is. Oh, To where okay. it's just kind of, like, just real straight ahead, Midwestern hard rock. Yeah. You know, but I kind of like the fact that they've been around for so long. That's amazing. I'm like, I bet in Missouri where they're from, like everyone knows King's X. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, like roots for them and yeah. they're still going. Hotel and like, guys done good. Yeah. They've had a couple lineup changes, but some of the guys have been in the band all 41 years and 42 years. And hey man, if they can, if they can make a living doing that for that long, good on yeah. them. Like who is the dude? From Cleveland, who had the song "My Town," Michael Stanley Band, yeah. MSB. I, 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 I would guess that King's X is like one of the Michael Stanley bands yeah. of Missouri, local hero, you know, or yeah. like My Town. We have uh, John Cafferty and the Beaver yes. Brown Band, yeah, like kind of yeah. well known, but not really. But yeah. everyone where I'm from knows who regional, yeah, yeah. So if we dunked on King's X a little bit, I'm going to say. Good for you, King's X. Keep doing what you're doing yeah. and stuff. <laughs> you, you, you won. Yeah. You won. Yeah, they've been Absolutely. around forever. You've been around forever. Yeah. 
And uh, I, just, I like the idea of it. I'm sure they have, like, day jobs, but these, these dudes who have been bros for 40 years and they're keeping this band going, good for them. As you've said before, uh, you know, there's trios out there that hate each other and quit because they suck. The yeah. fact that this band's basically been the same for that long. Or legends like yeah. Hendrix who were around for three years and then died. Yeah. You know, these guys are hanging in there and they're, they're making music and doing what they like. That's and I love it. Better than most of us. Yeah. Uh, but on that note, since I have a double of that card, yes. and I found another double, okay, uh, I told you to bring your doubles. I we each have doubles. two, so we can yes. do an even trade. So, uh, who do you, well, let's do one at a time. I've got a King's X card for you. I have an LL Cool J. Show me the LL Cool J. That's a double for you? Yeah. I already have that one also. Oh my God. Is, just, is there a guaranteed LL Cool J in every guy? There's got to be because he was so big then. I'll take it anyway in case I have a different okay, LL Cool J. But I, but I think I have this okay. LL Cool J. Uh, and then who's your other one? Force MDs because I have it in my office at work. I can have it no matter what? Yes, it's literally on my Then wall. here's your UB40. Oh, uh, God, <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> No, you have to have it. And you have to like them. (laughs) I mean, again, all I know is Red Red Wine. Why do you... That's really all you know? You don't remember when they did uh, a cover of uh, the Elvis song, uh, Fool's Russian? Yeah. yeah. No, it was like, yeah, I can't have one of them. Yeah, because... From the Sliver soundtrack. That's right. Uh, So they're a shitty cover band. No, they did albums that were cover albums. But their two biggest things they're known for is an Elvis cover and a Neil Diamond cover. Yeah, I guess. So I can't, you know, I can't really deny it because I'm not super familiar with their catalog outside of the first two Labor of Love yeah. albums. It's all that's all I know of them. Yeah. That being said, again, UB40 great name for a band. The whole yeah, how it is, great. Yeah, it is. good yeah. for them. Yeah, yeah, that's hysterical. Yeah, I gave up four MDs. Yeah, yeah, you did. All right, that's on me. Hey, we'll do more in the oh, future. Yeah. I love. I also, by the way, you know, when I pulled the Belinda Carlisle from the pack last week, I, th- I, I thought to myself, I think I already have this, but I'm still excited because it's Belinda. Yeah. And then when I went to consolidate the cards, I had a different Belinda. There's more than one Belinda Carlisle card just in this set. See, but that makes it cool when you have two yeah. Belindas and they're different. I have two different Belinda Carlisle yeah. trading cards. Yeah, you're like, you're like I'm kind of in, I'm kind of a big deal in the trading card world with two different Belindas. Not everyone in the world would think that <coughs> that's cool, but I, anyone who does, that's my kind of person. Exactly, we love that person. Uh, okay, let's do something else with cards. Uh, okay. so don't hey, there, it's rare. <laughs> For either of us to win three in a row it's happened, in the music though. trivia quiz. It's happened. But it is time for the music trivia quiz. All right. This is the part of the show when Kirk and I uh, ask each other questions from the music-themed expansion pack to the board game Trivial Pursuit. All of This was published in 1985, so all of the questions are about music from before 1985, which makes it a very difficult trivia quiz. Real old. Yeah. Um... The way this works now is, yes. if either of us ever wins three in a row, he gets uh, candy. Yes. A pack of both of our favorite candy. Yes, absolutely. We're not going to say what no. it is. Other than that, it's a, a chocolate-covered peanut <laughs> with a candy shell. It's the best candy out there. And uh, you may, people listening, maybe you can guess what brand it is, but we don't advertise, no. so we're not going to say. Yeah. I 
am going into this with a two-game winning streak. Yes, very cocky two-game winning streak. If I win today, yes, I will get candy. <laughs> this could be a music rank on This first. could be the day that I win the candy. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> you, I'll ask you first, since all the okay. pressure's on me to, to win. You Ooh, gotta, yeah, that's right. You have to set the bar. Got to build the excitement. Yeah. So I'm going to choose from the cards. I've never choose. been so nervous about the music. We have added stakes, and this matters now. Ooh, this matters. This matters. How this matters. Okay. The first category is cover notes. <clears throat> <clears throat> What's the parenthetical title of Barrett Strong's Money? Is it money, parenthetical, that's what I want? That's correct. You're off to a strong start. (sighs) Your mother should know. This is music from before the 1950s. What did Glenn Miller and his orchestra get for playing the Playland Casino on June 6th, 1937? And you do get multiple choices. Oh, thank God. $200, $2,000, or $20,000? <clears throat> Let's say, can you repeat one more time? Yes. What did Glenn Miller and his orchestra get for playing the Playland Casino on June 6th, 1937? $200, $2,000, or $20,000? I'm going to go based on the date and say 200 That's correct. Whew. Two out of two. In 1937, they weren't, they weren't huge in that, I don't think. I feel like I'm watching. There's a lot to go. Candy fall through my fingers. (laughs) 1950s. What hit from the King and I claims, quote, the happiness of the tune convinces me that I'm not afraid. Boy, oh boy. Uh, uh, Can you repeat one more time? Yeah. What hit from the King and I claims... The happiness of the tune convinces me that I'm not afraid. I don't know anything from that, so I'm going to guess. But the thing I want to guess I don't think is correct. Mm -hmm. I I feel pretty. No, that's from West Side Story. Oh, (laughs) God damn it. Uh, I whistle a happy tune. Oh, don't know it. Okay. <clears throat> I don't feel too bad. Okay, 1960s. Fuck. Okay, this is a, technically a multiple choice. What future Rolling Stone played drums in Britain's first R&B group, Blues Incorporated? What future Rolling Stone played drums in Britain's first R&B group, Blues Incorporated? Oh, it's not multiple choice. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's a Rolling Stone. Oh, well, what yeah, future Rolling Stone? There's only so many of them. Uh, yeah, de facto I, multiple choice. Yes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just got. Is it uh, Charlie Wyman? No. Okay. So you scared me for a second there. I don't know because there is no such person as Charlie Wyman. It's Charlie Watts. God damn it! Bill Wyman is the bass player. Oh, I put two together, so much. Okay. Oh boy, this is going. This is turning bad fast. After hey, you got the your mother should know. You've got two, yeah. three is par. You've still got two more questions. What this is after the Beatles, so post sixties. What stormy country couple named a daughter Tamala Georgette? Come on, 
what Stormy mm-hmm. <laughs> say it one more time. Yes. This is a bullshit question. What Stormy Country Couple named a daughter, it could be Tamala, maybe Tamala or Tamala, okay. Georgette. They gotta name the couple? Mm-hmm. Tammy Wynette and George Strait. Tammy Wynette and George Jones. Ah, fuck! Not again! Uh, when you started to say it, I'm like, oh, he found his way to the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, you reasoned it out, but you got the wrong George. I got the wrong, and I still got a country guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. I mean, I'm not sad about it, but I'm sad for you. Wow, if okay. I lose on that one, I'm going to kill myself. Okay, so you still have two. Yep. Here's your last question. What family claims the cowbell and a go-go bells? What family oh, okay. claims the cowbell and a go-go bells? Percussion? The percussion family is correct. Oh, okay. I got par. Three out of six. <sighs> Happy about par. Well, you I've got my work cut out for me. I need at least four Ooh. for candy. I could have had five. Fucked it up. I need at least four right. for Gandhi. A three will tie, and then I'll have another chance next week. I won't have, won't reset. No, it does not reset. That's correct. But I need four for Gandhi. All right. Four <laughs> for Gandhi. Here we go. It's all in the card. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. Cover notes. Was there a Columbia release of the widely bootlegged LP, The Basement Tapes? Yes. Yes. Well, what does that mean? It's a Bob Dylan album. Oh. Yeah, it sucks already. Mom, what does the new Cab Calloway's Hepster's Dictionary define as a chirp? What does the new Cab Calloway's Hepster? I'm sorry, do again. What does the new Cab Calloway's Hepster's Dictionary define as chirp? And new Cab Calloway's Hepster's Dictionary is italicized. What's the word chirp? Chirp. C H I R P. What does it? What does it define? What does it define? Can you read it one more time? What does the new Cab Calloway Hepster's Dictionary define as a chirp? A chirp. A chirp. A chirp. A chirp. In quotes. I've never heard that slang term from old-timey times. I'm going to guess a woman or a girl. How, let me think about this for a second. <laughs> a girlfriend, a wife. Technically, no. Okay. What is a female it? singer? Okay, I'm going to say I got that wrong. It's not. I was not. Spe- I think you should have said be more specific. I didn't know where to go with that, so that's going to be controversial. Well, we'll we'll see where this goes. We'll see where if this goes. It comes goes. down to one question. I don't get the candy. I'm gonna. <laughs> We would do another card or something. <laughs> feel like that. I do. I'm going to say now before we continue. Feel like it was on you to say. I need you to be more specific. Yes. That being said, we're playing for candy. Fifties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What rocker was suspended from Bible college for a boogie version of "My God Is Real"? Fifties. What rocker was suspended from Bible college? Can you read it one more time, please? What rocker was suspended from Bible college for a boogie version of My God is Real? I've got a couple, I've got a few potential guesses. I'm going to go with 
Little Richard. And if I'm wrong, let me guess my other guesses just so I can hate myself. You are wrong. Fuck. Is it Elvis? No. Is it Jerry Lee Lewis? Yes. It's always Jerry Lee Lewis. <laughs> Damn it. That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, Little Richard is never the answer, but Jerry Lee Lewis is always the answer. Always the answer. The All right. Ugh. 60s. I only have one, right? You have one. Okay. What pop artist founded the exploding plastic inevitable? Ooh, I've heard of this and I can't remember the exploding plastic inevitable. What pop artist? What pop artist founded the exploding plastic inevitable? Oh, is it is it Andy Warhol? Yes, it is. Okay. Here we go. Two. Okay. Three, kind of, because I got the... <laughs> well, kind of, but not really. Cheated, uh, <laughs> cheated out of a chance. Uh, there was no cheating. There was there was clarity. Um, after Beatles. Who adopted the motto, Ant Music for Sex People? Ant Music for Sex People? Mm-hmm. Adam Ant? I'm going to need you to be more specific. See, I gave you that one. Adam and the Ants? That is correct. Okay. Here. I've, so I've tied. I've tied. You've tied. Okay. <clears throat> and this is the last question? Yes. Shit. Oh, of course it came down to one question. What universal amateur piano piece is known in Khan? Can, sorry, can. Uh-huh. Uh, what universal amateur piano piece is known in Can as Cotelets? C-O-T-E-L-E-T-T-E-S. What is chopsticks? You are correct. I got the candy. I got oh, the candy. Oh, that was well done. How did you know that last one? I got the candy. As soon as you said universal amateur piano. Piece. Oh, there you go. See, you read through it. Yeah. Uh, you know what's going to haunt me? What? George Strait. That sucks. That does suck. But if it makes you feel any better, I should have had a chance at I honestly don't know <clears throat> if, you ha- if you had said I'm going to need you to be more specific whether or not I'd have come up with it. Oh, okay. I don't know. You didn't need it. I don't know. I didn't need it. You didn't need it. I got four out of six even without it. (laughs) You did. That was well done. So what happens now as you eat your candies? You have to watch and listen. (laughs) I mean, I'm fine with that. Get into that microphone. Oh, what happens now is if I continue the streak, I get another candy every... but... If I win, then it goes me and one, then I see. It goes, it goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to win three in a row. Yes, I have to, I have to win three in a row. Right. You no longer have to win three in a row. No. Forever. But as soon as I lose, it resets. Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's not like if you win next time and then I win the time after that, I get candy. Yes. I have to then win three in a row. Yes, again. exactly. But as long as I continue the streak. Yes. I, so if I win again next time, I get candy. If you win again next time, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> like, this was, like, well-earned, deserved. It's about time. Mm-hmm. I bet you they mm-hmm. taste real good, too. It's the best candy in the world. You want one? No, I don't deserve them. You get one. I get one. You get one. Give me the one that you like the least. Blue. <laughs> I was going to say uh, brown. I'll take this one here. Thank yeah. you. No, brown is classic. Uh, fuck. They never should have introduced the blue. And we will not say what brand of candy we're talking about. No. But they shouldn't have added blue ones in the 90s. It's, un, it's an unappetizing color. These are never bad. Oh, they're so good. Mm. Uh, we're not going to make listeners uh, hear me eat the whole bag. So that's it for the mini episode. Bye. Bye. <laughs>